Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with author and wealth manager Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512 836 0590. Now, here's Chris Herline. Chris Herline live with you this evening on your drive home. And we want to thank you for making us part of your weekend drive or weekday drive, I should say. Phone lines just opened up, and the text line as well, and you can join me. I encourage you to do that top of the hour, 512-836-0590. The show is all about your life, your money, and putting that front and center and getting you on a track that you're going to be able to build a well, really an amazing life of significance is the way I like to put it. We talk about IRAs, 401ks, estate planning, tax planning, all sorts of things on the show, so whatever is on your mind, whatever questions are pending, call me tonight, 512-836-0590, and text as well. You know, we regularly point out the, the value and, and the importance of advanced wealth planning and tax planning, and we do that a lot on this show. We talk to you about, you know, the type of successful individuals and families and business owners that we work with as well as those that are on a path to build great financial success and a lot of wealth planning when they, when you think about that or financial planning a lot of people just run straight to the assets and the rates of return and how much did I do last year in my market portfolio and everything else I think it's really important to be reminded of just what elite wealth planning really is and how it can potentially have a powerful impact on your life. When we talk about wealth planning here on Wealth Radio, it's so much more than rates of return. Number one, it's about building a wall around your wealth, ensuring that your assets will never be unjustly taken in the event of litigation, divorce. We want to make sure that you're saving in a way. You have your assets positioned in a way that the government is not going to take a rake over your wealth and legacy someday. Doesn't that sound good? And then, of course, rates of return. They do matter. But we want you to have a plan to keep your returns via taxes, and so much more. So before we can really dive into what makes elite wealth planning so special, it's really important for you to understand as well, though, that there's other planning strategies that make up the core of most elite wealth planning efforts. And number one that I'm going to kick off with this evening is your income tax planning. And I mean, there's not a lot of people I ever run into that just love, you know, stroking a check to the IRS. And we're complaining because April's coming up, you know, you're going to have to do that. And we're complaining during a season of life where tax rates have been this low in 40 years. 
So that puts emphasis on why you got to focus not only on the tax savings today and opportunities to mitigate your taxes, but down the road, long term, long game. Are you teeing yourself up for success or for a lot of heartache? Because when I sit down with families that are in their late 60s and they're just figuring out that they don't have a money problem, they got big tax problems. It's not all, as much time as is needed. If you're 61 and identifying this, we, we got a lot of time. If you're 50, if you're 40, if you're 20, whatever it is, if you're saving money, you need to be aware of how you're going to get this money out someday. Because believe it or not, it's a lot easier to get money in some of these accounts than it is to get it out without getting crushed in taxes. 512-836-0590. Let's go to the phone lines. we got Billy in South Austin. Hey, Billy. Hey, Chris. Appreciate your show, sir. Yes, sir. How can we help? Uh, got a 20-year-old son who's starting to earn money, opened up a Roth IRA, and just wanted to see, do you have any specific Vanguard uh, ETFs that you could recommend for him? I actually do. Um, you know, Billy, I don't get to work with a lot of 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds. They're generally going to be my client's kids. So I've actually yeah. got a terrific Vanguard allocation. That's what we use prominently just because it's low cost and everything else that I would be happy to send you. And um, I can either have my team get in touch with you afterwards or you can shoot me a line, Chris at WealthRadio.com. But I'd be happy to get that over to you. I don't want to talk specific funds on the air here. How old's okay. your son? He's 20. 20. Perfect. Yeah, I've got a great allocation that I would love to get him. Um, why don't you hold the line and my producer will, will get your phone number or email and we can get that to you offline, my friend. I appreciate it, sir. Hey, appreciate you're very you welcome. 512-836-0590. If you want to join me, 512-836-0590, whether it's social security, 401ks, IRAs, tax planning, estate, look forward to speaking with you tonight. 512-836-0590. Before I took that call, really want to dive into elite wealth planning and what it is and why it really matters. And so there's some core planning strategies uh, that really build a well-diversified plan. And, and the, the first one is the income tax planning. And this focuses on mitigating taxes on your money earned by working and through you know your passive investments. Maybe you're just reinvesting your investments at this time. You're not taking the dividends or the interest. But what's interesting to me is generally when I'm visiting with somebody, there hasn't been a lot of conversation generally between their CPA and their financial advisor, their wealth manager. And that doesn't work in my world because these two have to be cooking in the same kitchen. And generally, what I see is that you've got a lot of income or interest or capital gains shown up on lines two and three of your 1040, and you don't even know about it. And I'm talking about 30, 40, 50, 60,000 easily of dividends, ordinary and qualified dividends that you're paying tax on every year, and you're not even touching the money. I mean, it's as simple as thinking about, you know, those of you, I, I'm seeing so many families right now with a lot of cash, lots of cash, could be 300,000, could be 4 million. 
yes, I'm seeing it. More and more cash. People are a little skittish on everything out there right now, socially, politically, economically. I don't have to tell you. But, you know, you're paying tax on that money that's sitting in the bank because you're making a dime a month, right? You don't need it. So it's sitting there. And you're about to, if you haven't already gotten a 1099 from your bank, showing the interest they paid you. So you're paying tax on money you're not even using. That's what I'm talking about here. So there's three stages of tax planning. It's when you're putting your money in, do you have a plan to get it out in the most tax efficient way? Because most people have never even thought about it. Number two is the type of investments you're holding in your portfolios. Is it creating unneeded tax? There's a really good chance they are. And then the third is living on your money someday. Having that money break a sweat for you in a way that you're not going to be in the same tax bracket that you were when you were working. You know, I had a great family in today. And one of the conversations was, hey, wh why am I in the same tax bracket when I'm retired? Well, that's very common, especially for those of you that have done a wonderful job of saving. And it's simple. You don't have the tax deductions you once had, right? Kids are off payroll, hopefully. You got the mortgage is paid off, so you don't have that deduction there. And by the way, you want to maintain your standard of living. Maybe even increase your standard of living. So you're going to go to your accounts. And when you pull money out, how's it going to be taxed? Well, if I want to maintain my standard of living and all the money that I'm going to need to live on is coming out of my 401k and IRA, that's all taxes income. So you've got to think through this stuff. So the second planning strategy, it involves your estate planning. And this is where people, you're, you're maybe just driving right now and you're going, oh gosh, I know. We, we did, I got a will, I think. I did it 25, 30 years ago. Kids were young. We were going on a trip and touched it since. So the estate planning aspect, especially for those of you that have saved substantial amounts of money, I mean, you'd be shocked. I mean, families that have five, $10 million are just as guilty here. You know, you've been busy, you've been saving, you've been working, and time passes. And before you know it, you got a bunch of wealth, and you don't have things in place to protect it or control it. And so the estate planning really involves using legal strategies and, in some cases, financial products to determine the future. The future of how that money is going to be left to your heirs. And in some cases, the trust can really help it be left with ease and maybe keep some attorneys out of the game. But then we talk about another source of planning. And that's for you business owners out there. What is your business succession plan? Do you have a buy-sell agreement in place? And there's a number of things. But I'm going to dive into that on the other side of the break. I also got some callers coming in. Hold the line and I'll get to you right after the break here.
live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Well, I'm excited to be back with you and um, excited to have one of my professionals joining me here this evening, Heath Walters. He's a CPA and an advanced tax planner out of Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, I work with, P, uh, with Heath personally. Heath works with a lot of our families when it comes to advanced tax planning and keeping more of our wealth. And uh, the thing I love about Heath is, you know, he's a CPA, but he's, he's doing a lot more than a lot of CPAs out there. In fact, he's a certified tax coach. He actually trains CPAs in advanced tax planning. So on the line with me, I got Heath, Heath Walters. Hey, buddy, how are you tonight? Hey, Chris, man. So good to be back on again. Thanks for, you know, taking time out of your evening. We, uh, we've got a lot of calls coming in. I want to get to these because we do have some around tax planning and tax consequences. And you and I got a lot to cover tonight. I'm, I'm covering, you know, the, the eight types of planning that really makes up elite wealth planning. And you work with a lot of successful people, and you got a lot of things to cover with us tonight as well. So thanks again. Let's go to the phone lines here, Heath. And um, let's see. Let's, we got Susan in Central Austin. Hey, Susan, welcome to the program. Yes, hi. Hi, how are you? How can we help? I'm doing good. I have uh, recently uh, gone through a divorce after being married 40 years. And um, I have assets um, all liquid in cash right now of about 500000 So it's just sitting in the bank in a savings account. Right. When, and I really just uh, wanted to get some advice on what direction you think I should go in, yeah. in investing that money. Well, Susan, you know, you, you may have been tuned in just uh, at the top of the hour, but I had mentioned that. I'm seeing so many people right now. They, they got a lot of cash, you know, half million bucks. Four million bucks, it's, it's really they don't know what to do or they've been waiting for the stock market to drop for the last five years, right? <laughs> and, uh-huh. then, and then get in. So what I'd want to do is really see what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, how, how can, can you give me a range of your age, by, by the way? Uh, 58. Okay, so you're still working. Not Social Security. I'm not working. Yeah, not working. Um, I was um, married, and and now I'm not. Yes. Um, and he liquidated all of our assets gotcha. before. It was a domestic violence divorce, and he liquidated all of our assets without me knowing it. Wow. Okay. Um, and so everything is liquid, and I walked away with nothing but cash. Um, so I so I don't have a home. I don't have a mortgage or anything like that. So. Um, I'm just renting an apartment. Yes. Um, so I don't have a lot of expenses. Yes. Um, I have a car that's paid for, so I don't have a car payment there, um, and no debt. So this is money that you're you're also living on then right now. Correct. Okay. Correct. So and if you if you're not going to go back to the workplace, then really the approach with this money is not so much growth as it is preservation, keeping it first. And then making the money break a sweat for you, generating as much income as you can from that 500000 that, you know, between what other other income streams you may have or when Social Security comes, you know, whatever your shortfall is, 
you want to try to design a portfolio or an investment plan to generate the income you need so you're not touching principal. Correct. So, and I am going to go, to, I am going to be working. Um, oh, okay. With, I'm taking care of my grandchildren right now. Gotcha. So I will be um, working uh, probably starting the summer. I'll be gotcha. looking for a job, okay. but I had given up my career for his. So okay. I'm, um, you know, I, I also have an IRA um, that I have, that I'm going to be getting half of. Yes. Um, I, but I can't tell you if it's a Roth IRA sure. or what kind it is. And I I don't get it until the final decree is right. formalized. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Um, so what, here's what I recommend. Um, I would I would look to invest that money over a period of time. It sounds, you know, if you're going to go back to work, you know, liquidity is a big deal. But if you look to invest that money in, let's say, a, a well-diversified equity portfolio, stock portfolio, you move in slow. I would look to invest, if let's just say you're going to do the whole 500 it, you would want to invest into the market over maybe a four to six month period. Don't just go all in. You know, this year is going to bring volatility. And so you buy in every 30 days or, you know, every couple of weeks and you do that over a period of four to six months and your dollar costing in. So you may buy a little higher one month. You might buy a little lower one month. It's a great year to be dollar costing in just because, you know, political year or the election year brings volatility. You, you with me on that? Yeah. So depending on your temperament to the stock market and, you know, what you're comfortable risking, you know, it, that's that's really where it's going to start. And I encourage you to sit down with a fiduciary advisor, uh, a fiduciary that's going to have, you know, your best interest at hand. And you want to invest in things that are not going to be, you know, heavily commission based and, uh, you know, nickel and diamond every time they're buying and selling in it. So, again, um, I, I would encourage you to sit down with somebody you can trust. Uh, we'd always be willing to help you at austinsfinancialplanner.com. You can check us out there or okay. somebody local close to you as well. Okay, I appreciate your call tonight. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, so back to the phone lines here. We got Heath Walters. Heath, are you on with me? I'm here. All right, man, I'm sorry we dropped you a second ago. Okay. Let's sure. go. Let's go to one more call here. We got uh, Lee in North Austin. Uh, Lee, you got some questions around uh, tax consequences of Roth IRAs. How can we help? Well, it's it's <clears throat> it's more than that. It's it's um, <clears throat> although that's that's part of it. So uh, I'm 56. My wife is 52. Uh, we have a combined uh, corporate 401k network of. Uh, somewhere close to a million dollars. Right. Uh, we have um, IRAs, you know, personal IRAs, yes. probably about two hundred thousand. Sure. Uh, brokerage account about two hundred thousand, and we have Roth IRAs worth about three hundred thousand. Um, I'm doing the full company match, or the full, you know, plus the uh, 401k contribution, plus the catch up, whatever, and my company does some match. Right. Um, and I expect to work for about another 10 years. Yeah. Um, according to Social Security, uh, my benefit at normal retirement age, 67, uh, plus my wife's will be somewhere near uh, $4,000. Right. And I'm really, uh, you've got me concerned about uh, what the tax consequences could be on the, the RMDs for our yes. 401ks and traditional IRAs combined. Yes. What, what can you what can you advise me on that? 
Well, you, you, first of all, the good news is, is you got a lot of time. You got a lot of time to not only, you know, make some moves on where you're putting the money, but, you know, the money that is going to be taxed heavily and create these tax problems I talk about down the road, you know, you can make some moves within, you know, those as well. That's the IRA and 401k. Those are the ones I'm concerned about. Those are the ones, right? And and generally, you know, the Roth is typically the smallest account people have. So if you're already at 300000 on a Roth IRA, you know, that's that's commendable, man. You know, it's... it's well, we, 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 we bought a really, a couple of really good stocks a really long time ago. Yeah. And they've done really well. well and, and you held them in the Roth, so all that growth is yours. It's it's exactly. 100% yours. So what I would look to do is is I would probably inquire to see if the employer offers a Roth 401k. They, they do not. Okay. So if, if that's the case, do they offer a after-tax contri- contribution? I actually, I don't know. I work for a small company, so that yeah. seems relatively it, Well, that, that would be an option, too. After tax means you're already maxing out your 401k, and then you start doing more beyond and above that. If they let you do that, you can do after tax, and you got more money going in that can then be rolled over to a Roth later <clears throat> when you retire or change jobs. So those are the only two options there. I, I commend you on saving in the Roth, okay? I really do. Or excuse me, the uh, traditional 401k, maxing that thing out. But just think about it like this. Every time you put money in that thing, you're just throwing fuel on the fire of this tax problem that, that you're going to face. And the, the, issue, the issue is, is, that, is that it's not just going to affect your taxes. It's going to affect your Medicare premiums. So wow. what I see with, with individuals that have a million dollars in their mid-50s, they're on track to probably pay between $1 to $1.1 million in Medicare over their lifetime. Okay? Now, their neighbor that doesn't do a good job of saving on the same Medicare is going to pay about 700000 So think about that. We're talking $400,000 more in penalties because you did a good job of saving. Well, I mean, I, I, I have a high enough AGI that I want to get these pre-tax dollars yeah. into my 401k if I can. Of course. But I, I realize I'm going to get penalized potentially yeah. later. Well, the, the best thing you can do is maybe put some money in a non-deductible IRA and then convert it in the same year. Okay? So as a high earner, you, you can do that. So okay. all that all that said, that's that's one of several things, and I encourage you to stay tuned in tonight if you can. I got to take a quick news break, my friend. So hold hold the line for me, Heath. We'll be right back. Live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now, back to Chris. All right. We are live in studio this evening, Chris Herline, and we've got plenty of time for all of your wealth, retirement, and investment questions. 512-836-0590. Had some great calls already, and I'll get to some text questions here shortly. But we are honored to have Heath Walters on with us this evening. Are you with me? I'm with you, Chris. All right, man. Thanks for giving us your evening here. Heath Walters is out of uh, North Carolina, and he's a CPA and advanced tax planner and uh, actually coaches CPAs all over the country in advanced tax planning. I use them personally. Uh, Heath is uh, 
uh, great, and it works with a lot of my clients as well, uh, business owners and, and high net worth individuals that, you know, need a break, need a little help. Um, Heath, you know, this evening, talking about elite wealth planning and, you know, what it, what is elite wealth planning? And I think to sum it up simply, it's so much more than the investments and rates of return. And, you know, I covered a couple cores, income tax planning, at least in my world, that's first and foremost, is making sure that we're leveraging everything we can in the tax code because it's perfectly legal to keep the hard-earned money that we're, we're working to make every year. So the estate planning is big, too. And I talked briefly about that because that's a big deficiency. Most people, they haven't done their docs or they, eh, they did them 30 years ago. And then business succession planning. And really what the, that means is, is, is a, making sure that you're transitioning the business in the most tax efficient way, whether it's family members or business partners or anything else. And, and you, you work a lot in that transition world. Mm -hmm. That's generally where you're meeting a lot of my clients either. What, what, mm -hmm. do, you, what do you see as a, as a deficiency, if you will, or, you know, just this gap with business owners that are trying to, you know, exit and maybe missing the boat on a few things. I'm seeing that usually they're waiting too long to start planning for succession. Right. That having those conversations either internally with hiring the right successor and training them five, ten years prior, or if they're bringing family members in, that the, the time frame for doing succession planning is... I mean, from an internal is five years minimum out. Yes. Yes. From a tax planning perspective, it's at least two years out. Okay. So what? Yeah, you and I see it all the time. People are like, "Oh, can I get ready to sell a business? It's closing in three months." You're like, "Oh my goodness." <laughs> hey. Oh, or or I, or <laughs> I just sold my business. What can you do for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the difference in tax planning and tax prep, if you're doing succession planning, if you're doing income planning, is all of this is proactive. You have to do it beforehand. Yes. And then you get exposed to which advanced strategies you can use to legally lower your tax rate. Yes. But if you try to do it afterwards, you're just preparing a return. You're, you're paying what you had to pay. That's it. You just didn't know how to put those things in place. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think more and more, uh, you know, the people I'm sitting down with these days, the business owners is, they, they are waking up to this. Um, you know, time is, is a great asset. And, you know, leveraging everything, especially under Trump tax reform right now, I mean, this, is, this has done a lot to help business. So for those of you out there that are transitioning in the next three, five, you, you need to be taking steps to get in front of this deal. I mean, this, this type of planning, you know, this proactive nature that he's talking about could save you hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, when it comes time to exit and transition. So 512-836-0590 if you want to join me and Heath this evening. I'm going to take a quick call here. Heath, let's go over to, um, well, let's do Billy in South Austin. Hey, Billy, welcome to the program. How are you? Doing great, man. How can hey, we help? Listen, so I've, um, I'm 54, been through a divorce, um, no debt at all. Yeah. Um, and I recently got my Series 7 and my Series 66, so I'm a newcomer to the financial planning market. Yeah. But 
but I have a lot of people that a lot of my not superiors, but higher ups want me to kind of push universal or variable life to help people shelter their taxes. And as a consumer, as an individual myself, or as a fiduciary, I'd like to know your opinion on that. Sure. So life insurance is, in my opinion, the best tax leverage in the IRS code. So generally, I'm talking families out of life insurance. You know, I meet them generally at a point where you know, their wealth is at a point they, they just don't need it. The kids are on payroll, the house is paid off, all that stuff. But then you look at the families that have a lot of wealth that's going to be left, and life insurance can be an amazing play. The second person that really can make sense for is, is a high income earner. And somebody that's already maxing out their 401ks or IRAs and everything else, that's where life insurance can kind of become a new savings vehicle. And right. my issue with life insurance in general is that it's expensive and the cost can really erode any gains in the account. And so the, the beautiful thing about somebody that's putting money into life insurance is they, there's no limits. Like you could, you could put 200,000, a million bucks a year in it. It's not like a 401k. So you got a lot more headroom. You get tax deferred growth. And in some cases you can pull the money out tax free through policy right. loans. Now, the one thing that people aren't told is that if you're going to use universal life for this vehicle, you can actually blend in term life insurance into the policy. Not every right. carrier does this, but up, I've seen up to 80% of the insurance attached to this can be term, which means we're drastically reducing the cost of insurance. And so then you can see some really meaningful growth in these things. But generally, the insurance agents, with all due respect, aren't going to talk about that because that's going to eat into their commission. But at the end of the day, as a fiduciary, if you're counseling a client or if I'm working with somebody... My, my legal duty is to make it as cost effective for the best performance possible for that individual. So as a, you know, I think you mentioned you got a several securities license. Yeah, you, you do hold a fiduciary duty. Um, if you're a life agent, with all due respect, again, you, you don't have that fiduciary standard or duty. So right. I, I like it for the right person. I use, I use life insurance personally. For a lot of my tax planning, um, I think it can be a very powerful vehicle. Um, that's my take on it, my friend. Well, thank you. Hey, is there any way I can kind of reach out to you and get in touch with you? Uh, Please do. Off the air, so? Yes, let's, so let's talk, man. Chris at WealthRadio.com. I'll, I'll hit you personally. Thank you. All my best. Okay. Bye-bye. So, Heath, you're with me, man. Sorry we mm -hmm. keep having a couple technical things. What, you know, what, what is your thought I'd like I'd like that as well on on you know the life play that I was just speaking mm -hmm. on. I mean we we've used it a lot over the years. And I I I totally agree with how you positioned it. Um it's very expensive if you're not designing it correctly. Um most business owners need some of the insurance but not necessarily, you know, tons of it. Right. So when you start combining the cheaper term with the investment um, the, the tax deferral that you can use on life insurance 
Um, as a business owner, it, you've got several different strategies that we can use through the business, right. which I mean, I'm a huge fan of. Right. Um, and you still get the, the loans on the backside, but it's all about keeping the cost down. And yeah. you coming in as a fiduciary, me coming in as a CPA, when we're looking at those, you always look at all the costs, the rates of return, because yes, the, the tax on the backside is great, but you've got to keep the cost down. So take care of your families, take care of your clients, give them the best thing possible. Don't try to go make all the money on those things because you don't need to. That's right. And, you know, build a great wealth portfolio. Uh, we generally target, I don't know, maybe 10%, up to 20% of your net worth, but usually not many more than that. And, and life insurance is what I am seeing, you know, as, on yeah. a big scale. Yeah, I think because of this new SECURE Act that you and I are kind of navigating for families right now, um, mm -hmm. You know, life insurance is becoming even more attractive, in my opinion. A lot of families are, you know, using money in their IRAs and 401ks that are going to be left and using those dollars to fund life insurance, which is then left tax-free to their heirs and not held to the conditions of the SECURE Act and having to distribute that over 10 years. So I think we're going to be talking more and more about this on Wealth Radio. I generally, we, as you know, listeners, we, we steer clear of product and stuff. But, um, you know, from the tax angle, people need to get more versed and educated on how this can could really help them keep some money. And, you know, before we take a break, I got Heath joining me here, fastest hour of our week. And I want to put this out there. I have a lot of professionals on my show. I've got our estate and our property casualty and, and just a real nice array. And generally, you know, Heath, he, he works with a team of advisors. Um, you know, he's pretty busy. But when I have a professional on the program here, if you want to work with them directly, personally, I will actually make a personal introduction for you. And you'll get to speak with Heath or somebody on his team directly. And I encourage the business owners out there, those of you that are making a lot of income right now, whether your you know, salary's just you know, up there or you've got a big capital event taking place, there are options for you. Even you W-2 employees, there's ways that you can save exponentially through some simple tax planning strategies that likely your CPA hasn't talked to you about, likely because he's not first in it. I encourage you to take advantage of this. And Heath, you're always so generous to offer this to you know, the first five individuals that want it. If you want Heath to take a look at what you got going on and then come back to you by phone or email with some simple yet actionable strategies and the amounts, kind of estimated amounts on what you could save in taxes even right here in 2020, he's agreed to do that. So shoot me an email right now, chris at wealthradio.com, and I will connect you directly with Heath this week, and he'll do that for you at no cost. Chris at WealthRadio.com. Heath, if you will, hold the line. And uh, Suman, we have uh, another caller on the line. Hold the line. We're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show again. Go to WealthRadio.com and subscribe to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with Chris Herline. All right, 651, you're on your drive home. Thanks for making us part. Let's go to the phone lines here. 
I got my CPA and tax planner, Heath Walters, on with me this evening. And uh, let's go over to Sumon. Hey, Sumon, thanks for holding with us. How can we help? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to ask your opinion on the 401k retirement. Uh, I currently uh, participate in the retirement plan. I contribute max every year. My wife, uh, she's a part-time employee, so she doesn't have that uh, benefit. So I was wondering what options are out there where she could uh, save towards retirement. Unfortunately, with both of our income, although she's part-time and full-time, we are in that max tax bracket, like I think above. So last I heard, like we won't be eligible for contributing to IRA plans. So wanted to get your thoughts. Yeah, so you can do um, a simple, or not, sorry, a spousal IRA in some cases. Um, you know, whether she's working or not, um, you can put money into a traditional IRA for her and being that you're in a high tax bracket, you're likely over the limit of deducting that IRA. So you basically make a non-deductible IRA contribution and then you can convert it in the same year to a Roth IRA. I mean, it, it makes total sense to convert it if you're not getting the deduction on the front end. So that would be the first place I'd look. The second would be, I, I don't know if you have a high deductible health plan, but a HSA would be another great account to start socking money away in and uh, get that money invested. Don't touch it until later. Keep track of your expenses, and now you got a, another tax-free bucket that you can reimburse yourself out of come retirement. Those are the two things that come to mind right away. I see. So um, is there any tax benefit at all with this non-deductible IRA and converting to, I guess Roth obviously won't be, but uh, so this is like out of the pocket, just putting aside for the spousal IRA? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do it for yourself too. I mean, you, you can you can make a million bucks a year and you can put money in the traditional IRA. You don't get to deduct it because of your income, but then you convert it to a Roth and the tax benefit is, of course, tax-free on the back end. When you go to pull the money out, you could have a million dollars of gains in there. You'd never pay tax on it. The health savings account, you get a tax deduction on the front end and you get the tax-free on the back end. So it's kind of a super Roth. So I like, I like those two options right there. You know, Roth 401k at your current employer, after-tax contributions would be, those two things would be something to look into. Got it. Uh, do you happen to know the limit? Uh, what is the max limit uh, for capping this uh, tax benefits for the IRS? Like, is it 200k annual income or, yeah, or it's, more? Yeah, after you cross like 200, you, you don't get to deduct it anymore. And you also can't Got put it. money directly in a Roth, but you can convert it to a Roth. It's the back door. That's what they call it. So that's the move, my friend. All right. Thank you for your call. 512-836-0590. Heath, I'll get your take on this one. I had a uh, text question. Gentleman's 60 years old, and he needs to reallocate some company stock before he retires in two years. And he didn't know if going the NUA route um, is the way to go. Uh, You know, can I I take uh, only part of my stock? NUA is net unrealized appreciation, folks, and it's pretty complex. For the texter, I would tell them that, you know, you can do a partial amount. You don't have to do it all. In fact, my experience is it makes more sense in a lot of cases to just do part of it, not all of it. Any thoughts on that, Heath? So uh, this is what I love working with you. It's like talking with another CPA. (laughs) You go right to these advanced tax strategies. So I love that. 
Um, so a little bit of background is I worked for Arthur Anderson and I worked on one of the clients, uh, I personally worked on one of the clients that caused their demise at the end of the day. And Enron was a horrible thing. So even though you're going to get these massive tax benefits, everybody at Enron lost everything they had. So when you start looking at overall wealth, like putting all of your money into one basket really terrifies me for personal experience. But making a shift over, using that net unrealized appreciation as capital gains to bring the money out of your 401k as capital gains instead of ordinary income is an amazing move. It is. Love it. It's overlooked all the time. Love it. Yeah. Oh, all the time. I see people all the time that, that... that roll out, you sell all the stock, and they go, oh, I didn't know I could do that. My advisor told me to roll it over to an IRA, and once yeah. it's done, you missed it. You know, there's no, yep. no redos on that. So great text question. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll tell you what, I want to get back. I want to use the rest of our time together to get back into really what makes up elite wealth planning. We've talked about income mm-hmm. tax planning, the estate planning, business succession planning. Then we go to asset protection planning, you know, making sure that you're employing everything you can that's legal, that's transparent, that is going to protect your wealth from ever being unjustly taken. And, you know, the simplest line of defense in this oftentimes can just be either entitizing your, you know, you got a bunch of rental properties and you can put those in an LLC and, you know, it gets some, some liability out of your name. But, but really the cheapest and most affordable way to look at asset protection planning, especially for non-business owners, in my opinion, is just, just getting some umbrella insurance. It's so cheap. Hmm. And people hmm. generally don't even know about it. But as your wealth continues to grow, understand that, you know, if you accidentally hit somebody on a bike or somebody falls on your property or your kid that's on your car insurance hits somebody they're not coming after the, your, their, your kid. They're coming after you, the parent. Um, you know, you need to have some lines of defense in play, and that's, that's where that comes in. And, Heath, I want to I use this time wisely. I, I know there's people tuning in right now that are making a good amount of money. They've got a large capital event coming their way this year, or, you know, they're getting ready to sell their business. Folks, you need to take advantage of a stress test. And Heath has generously offered the first five individuals that want to take advantage of this. He'll take a look at your overall situation. You don't have to go to the office or anything for this. Everything's done virtually. And uh, there, he's going to you know, review what's going on and find any gaps that exist and opportunities to keep more of this money in your pocket via taxes. Take advantage of this. Let me make a personal introduction to, uh, to Heath. Chris at WealthRadio.com. That's all you got to do. Shoot me a line right now, and I'll uh, connect you guys this week. Chris at WealthRadio.com. Heath, thanks for joining me tonight, man. We'll get you on again soon. And all my best to you and your family. Take care. God bless, my friend. Thanks. Bye-bye. The following program is sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement, an inducement to invest, or an offer to buy or sell any securities. None of the sales content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any investment decisions.
decisions or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.